y'all there. What's up? The Hennessy and Tea Sippers, it's your girl, the one and only queen, motherfucking Taylor Cathy in the building with a fresh cup of Hennessy in the teacup. Bing, bing. Let's start to get to sipping and spilling. I listened to DMX's posthumous record and I'm in love. I listened to Hold Me Down, Basalt, and Dogs Out. Man, this is going to be a hard one to choose from. I think I like Hold Me Down featuring Alicia Keys the most. Because, I don't know, put an R&B with hard edge hip hop, that is its it's really interesting of what can come out of it. I, on Hold Me Down, there was a very soft side of him. And with Alicia, it just brought out that vulnerable side to him a lot more. And ooh, it just had me in chills. And I've been here and with little Wayne on the track on Dogs Out, it was really I felt his originality come back through. Like I felt like I was looking at 2004 Wayne. Like that was some it was slick. And Swiss Beats, he was doing his thing. This is really it's this isn't this is a masterpiece. Seriously. The man was sure to drop gems on us before he passed. And brother, you are forever the goat. Well, we're going to be talking about DMX more tonight. Well, we're talking about him right now. This is from Ice Cream Combos. Looks like the family members are petitioning to become administrators of DMX's estate. Uh-oh. Ooh, okay, okay. Man, shoot. We already know. We already knew. Like, once that estate started to come around, everybody was going to be want, be on it. But I'm going to say my opinion until the end of the article. Multiple family members are reportedly petitioning to become the administrator of DMX's estate. The legendary hip-hop star, real name Earl Simmons, did not have a will from DMX's cattle. Oh, oh, I'm sorry about that, guys. Sorry. The legendary hip-hop star, real name Earl Simmons, did not have a will when he died on April 9, 2021. Oh, uh oh, no will. Oh, an estate must be set up to a manager larger expected future earnings from DMX's music catalog. In order to do that, the court must appoint an administrator. DMX has 14 children, but according to New York law, only the descendants over 18 can be appointed administrators. DMX's fiance, Desiree Lindstrom, recently petitioned the court to be legally declared his common law wife. If approved, Desiree, who has been engaged to DMX since 2019 and is the mother of his five-year-old son, Exodus Simmons, would have immediately seen have immediately seniority over all of his 14 children to potentially control his estate as well as all future earnings from his music. Judge Helen Blackwood ruled that Lindstorm did not have standing to file as a common law wife. 
Xavier Simmons, 28, Tacoma Simmons, 21, and Sean Simmons, 19. DMX's adult sons from his marriage to Tashira Simmons are petitioning to be administrators. Ooh. His adult daughters, Sasha Simmons and Jada Odin, are also filing to be administrators. The next court date is set for July 15th, where the judge will review the submissions from DMX's children to appoint the administrators. I pray everything goes smoothly in the best interest of all of his children. X didn't have no will. Oh, Lord. This is going to be... This is going to be some shit. I just hope it don't turn ugly. Please don't let it turn ugly. Please. Oh, Lord. Please don't let it turn ugly because this is this is so, so important. And I hope that everything goes well with him and his children. Well, who do you believe should be the administrator of his estate? His three adult sons, his daughters, or his former wife, Tashira, or Desiree Lindstorm. Should, should I, should Desiree be, considering she was engaged to X before he passed, should she have that seniority, even though they were not legally married? Well, we're going to have to see on July 15th, but Lord, please let everything be okay. Let everybody come out of this smoothly. Because we don't need no fighting. X wouldn't want no fighting at all. Please. Oh, And I have to do a special shout out right now to our new channel. Our new channel member, Miss Fatabulous Magazine. She has started her own show on our BD, BDS. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm a little tipsy right now. It's on BDM Music Network. Her channel is called Fatabulous Unfiltered. I want to welcome my girl Candace Williams to the family. Welcome, sis. Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm glad to have you aboard and I look forward to working with you. You guys may remember Candace Williams. She was a guest on my show back in 2019. She's an amazing businesswoman and you guys are going to love her show. Really. She just aired tonight. I hope you guys were able to hear it and she's just, she's off the, she's off the chain. Mm. And... <laughs> Her topic is really interesting, and I'm just going to keep it 100. I'm wearing my bonnet right now on my head. I just like wearing my bonnet. I do, and pretty much I'm comfortable in my bonnet, okay? Monique, I've seen it in the, in the news. Monique lately has been telling people like black women need to stop going out in public wearing bonnets and saying that it's not classy. Well, why don't we hear more about that? Because, oh my goodness, you're trying to break a cultural, well, basically you're trying to break a, a, a trend and a habit that we've had for a long time here. I want to I want to know do any of you ladies 
um, think that it's wrong for us to walk out of the house with, with a bonnet on? Okay. That's what I really want to know. What do you think about that? So here, we're going to read the words of why Monique think this is bad. Monique on women wearing bonnets, pajamas in public. When did we lose our pride? Wait, you, wait. Oh, damn, I didn't know she was talking about pajamas too. In a video shared on Instagram, Monique asked black women to stop wearing bonnets, slippers, and pajamas at airports and other public spaces. Monique has a message for all the queens out there wearing bonnets at airports, but not everyone is feeling the unsolicited advice. On Saturday, the comedian and actress shared a video message to black women asking them to stop wearing bonnets, slippers, and pajamas in public spaces. It took me a minute to say what I'm getting ready to say because I want to make sure I'm not saying it from a place of judgment and that I'm saying it from a place of love, Monique told her 1 million Instagram followers. Some of y'all have given me the title of auntie and I'm honored that y'all do that. But there are times that aunties have to talk to her babies and say some real shit. The entertainer shared that while she was traveling to Jackson, Mississippi for a gig, she was astounded by how many young sisters, young sisters, she saw wearing head bonnets, scarves, slippers, slippers, pajamas, and blankets wrapped around them at the airport. I've been seeing it not just at the airport. I've been seeing it at the store at the mall, Monique said, adding, when did we lose our pride in representing ourselves? When did we slip away of, let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home? While she made it clear, she wasn't suggesting that women always wear a full face of makeup or a lace front when Kate went out in public, she emphasized, all I'm saying is, could you please comb your hair? Um, uh, Monique, uh, <laughs> I, I, I do keep my, I do keep my hair combed, honey. I just wear, I just wear ponytails and crochets. Like, I, I don't be walking out the house looking like, who shot John? <laughs> oh, gee. well, while she made it clear, she was, oh, wait, <laughs> let me get back down there. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't have pride but the representation that you're showing someone will have to ask you to know if you have it she added it's not to get a man it's just your representation of you my sweet babies monique told women to take her message as a warning as she vowed to step in if she happened to see them in the streets in the airport in the walmart and you got a bonnet on and you Got slippers on and you looking like, what the fuck? Auntie Nikki gonna tap and say, dink, 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 dink. Hey, baby girl, show you what you're worth and show you what you deserve. Monique also urged her wiser sisters to join in correcting what she sees as not representing themselves with pride. That may be a part of us helping our community because if you look like you don't give a damn, how you gonna be treated, said Monique. So when I say, hey queen, 
I can only say it to the sisters that it belongs to because a lot of us are still in queen training. So you're, if you're in queen training, stop being fearful of taking your position, she added. Queens don't walk around in bonnets and head scars and slippers and pajamas. That's for the house. When you go outside, represent you, baby. Like you are worthy and you deserve the title of Hey Queen. Monique's video garnered a lot of comments and plenty of opinions, particularly who's, those who felt her message was cloaked in re respectability politics. This was such a disappointment. Imagine women growing up watching you be loud, curse, grab your crotch, and make heinous jokes just for you to turn around and police women wearing a bonnet? One person wrote in a lengthy comment. How is it that you can address women as queens based on how they're dressed, but you expect corporations to pay you fairly with complete disregard to some of your previous actions on stage and in public? Out of everything going on in the world, you choose to police women of color, specifically sick black women, for being comfortable in public, and you call this being a queen? She added... I was a little lost at why a lot of people stopped following you over the years, but I clearly understand now. This was extremely anti-black, misogynistic, ignorant. If you know better, do better. I just cannot believe the same women who did nothing besides body shame skinny women talk about dick and had an entire series dedicated to harassing a black man. We're the Parkers. Hey, Professor Ogilvy, what you doing? Where you going? Let's do that nasty boo. That's just my own. That's just my own interpretation. Has the audacity to police another black woman on appropriate behavior. Another commenter who actually agreed with her accused Monique of hypocrisy for wearing a bathrobe in her video message. Ooh. Despite the many comments scolding the Academy Award winning actress for her comments, there were many others who applauded her for it. She's right. I'm sure some of this perspective is age, said one of her followers. The look is not cute. No, you don't have to dress up to go to the airport. I sure as hell don't. But I'm not looking so bad that I hope no one sees me. And I'm hoping good enough so that if someone does see me, even if they don't like what I'm wearing or they don't like how I look, they know I'm represented. I'm representing us and I'm doing it well. Woo! Shit. Uh, oh. okay, y'all. Okay. <laughs> I am guilty of walking out of the house with a bonnet on. I've done it plenty of times. And I'm guilty of sitting in front of my microphone talking to you guys with my bonnet on. All right, I'm gonna keep it 100. I wear my bonnet sometimes while I am talking to you, while I'm sipping my tea in Hennessy. All right, I even, I even walked out of the house, went up to the Walgreens to get me something in a bonnet. I even got talked about it by my mother, like, you looking ratchet. 
walking out the house with walking on the house with your bonnet on. What the hell wrong with you? Now she didn't say what was the hell wrong with you, but she said, "Oh, you're looking ratchet." Uh, I'm also guilty of wearing pajamas to the store, but I never wore pajamas to an airport. Still, I'm guilty. But I still have my crown. I love you, Monique. Okay? And I'm also rep trying to represent myself well. Same time, I when I don't feel like showing my head, even when my hair is basically slayed to the gods and I freaking got my bonnet on, I wear it even if I have to go get the mail to do it. But if <laughs> I'm guilty. I'm guilty. And... I own it. I own it for wearing a bonnet out in public. And I'm not the first. I will not be the last. And I know all my black women on here, you guilty of it too. If you wear it, you wear it. You wear it outside. But I also understand the other side of it. It's like sometimes it's not cute. I basically think like, you know what? It kind of It's kind of based on your actions. Like if you have a bonnet on and you basically acting nasty towards somebody else, that basically is a representation of you that you don't give a shit. I think it's just all about actions. Not so much the bonnet. And it really does show that Monique is basically trying to consider her role as she's now getting older. She's learning from her past. Yeah, I know. As you... Like I'm gonna go to the like to the side of the basically the um the opposed on what she used to do about uh, basically like the actress that she was back in the day back in the early 2000s when she played Nikki Parker on the Parkers. She did body shame skinny women. She harassed a man, Professor Ogilvy, who didn't want her, and actually that kind. Of, I need to stop saying kind of. It did have an impact on women who went after men who were not interested in them but still pursued them. If y'all are Parker's fans, you understand that. So, th- there is not one woman in here who has not chased a man that did not want her. In the end, she did go on to win Mr. Ogilvy, but a lot of people were disappointed that she let a good man go and she was with a man that only chose her as a second option. Now, I do have a problem with that, but I love Monique. I love Monique. And when a woman has basically admits her wrongs, it's a good thing. Now, aside from that, like, I do have a problem. Well, first, I'm going to start with myself. I I need to stop. Some, like, certain places, I will not go with a bonnet on. I will not go to an airport with a bonnet on. I, will, I never went to my college campus with my bonnet on. It just wasn't me. Now, if I'm just going outside to get the mail, that's different. If I'm just going up the street, that's different. But you will never catch me at a party with a bonnet on. I'm also I'm trying to rep myself, represent myself. So basically, I feel like there's layers to that. There's a day where you just want to be comfortable. Okay, you do it in layers. Like, I'm just going to go outside and get the mail. I'm just with a girlfriend in my house, chilling. We're sitting on the porch, chilling. If you all the way out at a party and you bumping and grinding and shit, don't be wearing no bonnet. Those, those are my rules. I will never, ever be wearing a bonnet on my head. Now... 
When they talked about the impact of Monique's actions about the body shaming skinny women and talking about her character that she played on the Parkers as Nikki Parker, the impact of it. There is, yeah, there is a stereotypical of like how some women are viewed. And I want to talk about that a little bit. And while she's, well, Monique's going to be talking about it because she's, we're going to talk about the impact that the Parkers had had on people. I really, let's read it right now. Aside from her controversy in recent years with public risk with Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry, it's no secret that Monique is a talented comedian. The Baltimore native starred as Nikki Parker in her breakout role in The Parkers. The Moesha spinoff ran for five successful seasons on UPN. Reruns have yet to be, yet to stop airing in syndication. With so many reboots in recent years, many wonder if the Parkers cast would consider a revival. Monique is happy, people are asking, but says a reboot, says a reboot, <laughs> re beep, 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 boop, reboot of the show is not likely. Really? Monique says the entire cast, entire cast of the Parkers would have to be on board for a reboot. Before the Parkers, Monique had a guest role as Nikki Parker on Moesha as Kim Parker's Countess Vaughn's mom and friend to the Mitchell family. Ironically, she was not looking to be an actor until meeting Vaughn. Monique's goal was to be a talk show host, and she earned a living, a living touring as a stand-up comic. After Moesha and her crew graduated from high school, the Parker spinoff followed Nikki and Kim, both attending college together while navigating their tight-knit bond. Brandy has been open about wanting a Moesha spinoff and fans of the Parkers are asking for the same, but, but Monique has reservations. You can't reboot something without everyone to reboot it, she told Tammy Roman during a recent appearance on Roman's Fox Soul talk show, Get Into It. But that's just the way I feel about it. I wouldn't feel good if Andale wasn't walking through the door. Oh, that is true. Rest in peace to Andale. Yvette Wilson starred as Nikki Parker's best friend, Andale Wilkerson. Wilson died of cancer in 2012. The comedian speaks on the impact of the Parkers. Monique says regardless of whether or not a reboot happens, she's thankful for the impact of the show. For me, that was a special moment in time. That show came on in 1998 and it never left the air. So, so to be, and I say this humbly, so please understand what I'm saying to us to be the only black female comedian in history to have her own sitcom. It stays on for five years and then it goes in syndication all around the world. So I'm grateful for the experience, she said. The show's reruns have aired on multiple networks, including BET, TV One, Bounce, and now Netflix. Monique says due to its continued running in syndication, the show has a constant cycle of fans of all generations. I had a moment. I'm dropping my baby off at daycare, and I'm going to the car, and this little girl says, Oh my God, oh my God, that's Nikki Parker, that's Nikki Parker, Monique explains. Now, this little girl is about five. Her mother rolls the window down is like you're right that is nikki parker the mama isn't in the driver's seat the grandmama is in the passenger seat so you have three different generations talking about that's nikki parker do you know what kind of honor that is <laughs> that is that is an honor that is an honor 
I didn't start watching the Parkers until I was, um, I think that was, I think I was a junior in high school when I started watching the reruns on YouTube. And let me tell you, this is one of the, it was one of the best shows I ever watched and the music was fire. I say this every day, music was fire. I love me some freestyle harmony. If there is a reboot, I will definitely watch it. That's if Monique will do it. But even with everybody supporting the show, there have been some critics about her character, Nikki, as I said before. I can see where it went wrong with the character. And also at the same time, Nikki was a strong black woman. When Mr. Ogilvy was not around, basically pushing her away and basically booching off of her when there was something in it for him, she was a great character. Ogilvy, uh, he had his moments, but at the same time, dude, you tired. You was tired, okay? I'm gonna say the actor did his did his job well, okay? He played a tired old man who really was an opportunist. And just, like I said, I wanted Nikki with the guy she was gonna marry. I wanted her with that man. Sorry, not sorry. I wanted her with that man. Because his... He only did it because second option, Nikki was the second option and she deserved more than that. And that's how I feel about it. All right, y'all. We're going to take ourselves a quick music break. When I come back, we'll be discussing more tea and Hennessy. So stay tuned. Yo, X, man. Nico, what up? It's a long way. Facts. Big Queen shit. Queens get the money. Oh, you know. Southside, we outside. Let's go. Please understand me. I did it for my family. Never was happy with what the nigga tried to hand me. They crush hope. I resort to plan B. Successes in my plan C till I'm clutching the Grammy. Please understand me. I did it for my family. Never was happy with what the nigga tried to hand me. They crush hope. I resort to plan B. Successes in my plan C till I'm clutching the Grammy. First of all, get a glory to God. Blessing me with this talent. This is not a facade. Made it out of them days getting jumped in the schoolyard. Hoping the pretty bitches will let me take off their bra. I'm here standing tall, your boy fresh as can be. Dreads hanging low while I'm riding round in the V. Skinny little nigga, they forced me to make a choice. Shoot up the hood and make a weapon out of my voice. Made it through the pain with every step that I took. Respect level growing with every verse that I cook. They wish it was an accident. Nah, I'm highly favored. Shape up or get a cut to your dome. No taper. They try to blackball me like corner pocket. Oof. Imagine all these OG niggas I never used. I did it for respect with the perks to run up a check. Thank you all, big or small. You pushed me to be the best. Yes. Please understand me. I did it for my family. Never was happy with what the nigga tried to hand me They crush hope, I resort to plan B Successes in my plan C till I'm clutching the Grammy Please understand me, I did it for my family Never was happy with what the nigga tried to hand me They crush hope, I resort to plan B Successes in my plan C till I'm clutching the Grammy I like to thank all these gimmick niggas that can't rap My pen is sort of omen to these young thundercats Wordplay top 10 and I don't talk about it Nigga battle me, his body has some chalk around me. This award, I knew that I would always take it. If you might need work, then I can calibrate it. A few grand, I come and tune your album up. I 
more Goku, you niggas power puff. Truthfully, I might come smack somebody. Drinking Henny out the Grammy at the after party. A baddie to the left, baddie to the right. For a ghetto black boy, I'm doing alright. Niggas gon' hate, but mama, we made it. Tell the whole fam, baby, we gon' celebrate it. Tell Unk the industry is on lookout. And then one of these niggas invited to the cookout. Please understand me, I did it for my family. Never was happy with what the nigga tried to hand me. They crush hope, I resort to plan B. Successes in my plan C till I'm clutching a Grammy. Please understand me, I did it for my family. Never was happy with what the nigga tried to hand me. They crush hope, I resort to plan B. Successes in my plan C till I'm clutching a Grammy. Catch me with my hand out, rather go the man route. Stand up on my own too, never let them hold you. Just do what you supposed to. Gotta handle B.I. Cause niggas gon' hate, but they get sent to the triage. Just one is for my family. I ain't planning a plan B. Success is on my radar. I'ma blow up like napalm. We gon' make it like Styles and Kiss. If they don't get it, we gon' press them like that iron shit. They gotta acknowledge the way I kick it like iron fist. Mad cause I stay in the lab like I'm a scientist. Spitting out fire, I gotta give them that lot of shit. I'm in this to the death, so ain't no way I'm retiring. We done turned nothing to something, now we some businessmen. Never gave up hope, these folks lost like Gilligan. Focus like a scope, I gotta go in this militant. My flow is like the ocean, I guarantee you can't swim in it. Welcome back to the T and Hennessy. I hope you enjoyed our music break. I know I did. Oh, I almost forgot. I am guilty of wearing my bonnet in TikTok videos too. If you ever come across my TikTok page, I'm watching a video of Little Nas X doing his thing on the pole with my bonnet on. So that's another thing I'm guilty of as far as bonnet wise. <sighs> We're gonna get ourselves into some cheerful tea. Looks like little baby is helping his community and he's doing it in a big way Lil baby cleans out atlanta footlocker and early promises to save his community mm, 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 mm. Lil baby proclaimed himself to be a hero in his native atlanta and the quality control star is proven with his latest charitable efforts on friday june 18th Fans capture video of the rapper leaving an area footlocker escorted by several employees carrying bags of new shoes. The amount was so much, one onlooker wondered if he purchased the shoes she was planning on buying for herself. In total, Little Baby not only bought out the footlocker, he then added to his old neighborhood to get the shoes to those in need. In an Instagram story, he explained buying the shoes wasn't the key to the saving the community. Rather, it was a gesture for those who've been walking around the area with little to nothing on their feet. Buying shoes ain't what I mean by saving community or giving back, he wrote. That was some shit I did because I seen a lot of them had on flip-flops. When I say save community, I mean centers, programs, jobs. You can't imagine the shit I don't post. Lil Baby has found numerous ways to give back to his community as well as his friends in recent years. Fresh off earning his second Billboard number one album with the voice of the heroes, he gifted Gunna a shoebox with $100,000 cash in it and earned a trip to the White House as the country memorialized George Floyd on the one year anniversary of his death. Wow. Man, little baby, you definitely did your thing. And thank you so much for doing that. 
it's good to see that you love your people and that you are you are willing to help them and that you want to make sure that they succeed and basically grow i love that and also you got you got everybody looking stylish from shoes from Foot Locker. thank you hey can i get a pair of those those are some fly ass shoes hook a sister up hook a sister up oh you amazing mm, yes that's what i'm talking about good job baby good job mm. and we got more good news too nipsey hustle dj khaled and ashanti to receive hollywood walk of fame stars Hollywood is synonymous with celebrities and those that are fortunate enough to receive stars on the Walk of Fame are immortalized on the neighborhood sidewalk forever. The latest class set to be honored with stars in 2022 was unveiled by the Selection Committee on Thursday, June 17th, which is headlined by the late Nipsey Hussle, receiving a posthumous nomination, making for a bittersweet moment for the Los Angeles icon. Other superstars slated to the grace the famous sidewalk include Miami bred mogul DJ Khaled, R&B heartthrob Ashanti, the Black Eyed Peas, Avril Lavigne, George Clinton, and retired NFL legend turned turned TV host Michael Strahan. Wow, I'm speechless, Ashanti reacted on Instagram. Super humbled and super honored. I can't believe it. I've been inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame class of 2022. I'm actually getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Thank you so much for all of the love and continued supporting throughout the years. Thank you for the amazing team. My amazing team. This wouldn't be possible without all of you. Thank you to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. God is amazing and his timing is impeccable. Thank you. Congratulations to all the inductees. Ah! I've been listening to Ashanti since I was in diapers and she's finally getting her star. Yes, girl. Yes. Yes. Mm. Thank you. Yes. Good girl. Nipsey Hussle is the lone Recording Academy member to be inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame posthumously. Neighborhood Nip was shot and killed on March 31st, 2019. Coincidentally, four years ago Thursday, Hussle opened the first ever smart store with his marathon clothing shop in Crenshaw. The panel did an amazing job choosing these very talented people, said Selection Committee, car, committee Chair Ellen Kay. We can't wait to see each other's honorees' reaction as they realize that they are becoming a part of Hollywood's history with the unveiling of their star on the world's most famous walkway. Honorees have two years within a selection day to pick out when they will be holding an induction ceremony. I hope it's soon. I want to see these stars. Oh my gosh. Seriously, and this is very big. This is big for Ashanti, DJ Khaled, and Nipsey Hussle. I'm very happy for Ashanti because if y'all listen to Ashanti's story, she went through trials and tribulations to get to where she is in the music business. Okay, she had three three tries to get into to get into the music business, and each time there was a hurdle, but she overcame it. So if that's not dedication, I don't know what is. Check out her story on. Ooh, Mm. what was the name of that show check out her 
story on Driven. That's the show, Driven. If they still have that episode on YouTube, check out Driven because y'all are going to be like, she really went through all that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Seriously, check out her story. She's got a lot to talk about. She's got a lot. And seriously, that girl right there, she's amazing. And RIP to Nipsey Hussle. Congratulations. And I send congratulations out to his family. Mwah. And DJ Khaled, I love you. We the best. Got some more news too. We got Saweetie and Doja Cat's best friend goes platinum ahead of Pretty Bitch Music release date. Oh, really? If Sweetie's recent string of collaborations and singles are ind indicative of the success her debut album, Pretty Bitch Music, will receive, the future is looking, well, pretty. <laughs> On Thursday, June 17th, ahead of this week's New Music Friday, it was revealed the Icy Girls Doja Cat collaboration best friend was certified platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America, RIAA. After being rolled out in early January, the award joined the identical placement of her 2020 single and Pretty Bitch Music Accessory, Tap In, received later that month. Additionally, her Janae Aiko assisted Back to the Streets peaked at number 58 on the Billboard Hot 100 and shot upward to, to the tune of 3 million views on YouTube. Ooh, elsewhere on Thursday, Sweetie graced the Jimmy Kimmel live stage for a live ramped up performance of her latest Pretty Bitch music single, Fast Motion. Although the jovial late night talk show host announced the album would be released next Friday, June 25th. We here right now. Hey, Hip Hop Diaz can confirm that release date isn't going to see the unveiling of Pretty Bitch music, her studio debut album via Warner Records. Stay tuned for the latest Pretty Bitch music release date up update and consume the fast motion Jimmy Kimmel performance above. Ooh, I'm definitely staying put, baby. I want to know. And I love me some sweetie. Ooh, that's my girl right there. That's my girl. Ooh. Yes. Seriously, I get so excited when I hear about new music and music artists. Ooh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right, y'all. And we're also going to be remembering another artist. XXX Tentacion's sad hits coveted Spotify milestone as fans mourn three-year death anniversary. Three years ago on Friday, June 18th, XXX Tentacion tragically passed away. While tributes pour in for the late Florida rapper across social media, the largest hit of his career continues to make history. According to the chart data, Sad cracked the top 20 on Spotify for all time song streams with over 1.6 billion. XXX Tentacion Sad now ranks among the top 20 most streamed songs in Spotify history, 1.6 billion. The account posted at midnight Friday. Ooh, the song also broke Spotify's single day streaming record the day after his death, June 19, 2018. While Amos over this 10.4 million streams. In wake of his death, X became the first artist to posthumously top the Hot 100 since the Notorious B.I.G. accomplished the feature in 1997 with Sad, jumping from number 52 all the way to number one. 
The John Cunningham produced anthem released on March 2nd, 2018, just three months prior to his death, and landed on his question mark album, which arrived on March 16th of the same year. The track's official audio on X's YouTube account has more than 1,223 million views. Woo! R.I.P. X topped Twitter's trending section with artists and fans alike paying tribute to the late rapper born Jashi on for Oh, I really don't want to butcher this man's name. Sorry. On my mama, we ain't doing nothing but trade love. Pure positivity. You are a god, my good sir. At XXS Tentacion, Little Yachty wrote with some of their 2017 text messages attached to the heartfelt post. Bruh, I need the lyrics to Valentine. Did you write it? Never mind, rap genius, accurate, LMAO. LOL, you like Valentine? And yeah, I wrote it. Fucking love it. Thank you, fam. You okay, fam? Yes, bro. The genre-bending Florida native was shot and killed in an armed robbery outside a Riviera, this Riva Motorsports dealership in Deerfield Park, Florida, on June 18, 2018. Four people in total, including the alleged trigger man, Michael Boatwright, were arrested in the weeks following the tragic shooting. He was so young, too. I found out about XXXTentacion when he died. And Sad is a great song. He's really, it's a really amazing song. I just wish that this man was still here on earth to continue his greatness. Serious, we always lose the good ones. We really do. And it's a damn shame. Seriously, man, we lose the good ones all the damn time. Well, what are we going to talk about? Mm. Let's get into some Kardashian. Well, we're going to get into some Kardashian. Some Kardashian shit. Oh, boy. I wonder what what is going on with these two. Kourtney Kardashian reveals one reason that made her divorce Kanye West. Oh, damn. Well, Kim Kardashian reportedly filed for divorce from Kanye West in February. The Grammy Award-winning rapper seems to have moved on. And yeah, he's moved on very quickly. Earlier this month, he was spotted on a French getaway for his 44th birthday with Russian supermodel Irina Shack, instantly sparking relationship rumors. On Thursday, June 17th, Kardashian shed more light on what went wrong with Kanye to end their seven-year union during a Keeping Up with the Kardashians roundtable reunion, putting a bow on their 20 seasons of reality television. I honestly don't think I would even say it here on TV, but it was it was not like one specific thing that happened on either part, Kardashian said. I think it was just a general differences of opinions on a few things that led to this decision and in no way would I want someone to think I didn't give my all or I didn't try. Even though she didn't specify exactly what led to their split, Kim Kardashian praised her relationship with Kanye when it came to co-parenting their four kids. 
We have an amazing co-parenting relationship and I respect him so much and I think we'll have I will forever be Kanye's biggest fan, she raped. He's the father of my kids. Kanye will always be family. In the final episode of KUWTK, she hinted that her her loneliness was killing her with Kanye living mostly at his Wyoming ranch. I never thought I was lonely, a teary-eyed Kardashian said. I thought it was totally fine to just have my kids, that my husband could just move from state to state, and I'm just on this ride with him. I was okay with that, but after turning 40 this year, I was like, no, I don't want a husband who lives in a completely different state. Mm-hmm. Kanye West was Kim Kardashian's third marriage. She previously jumped the broom with former NBA player Chris Humphreys in 2011 and Damon Thomas in 2000. Kim Ye tied the knot in May 2014 with a picturesque wedding in Florence, Italy. Even though her relationship with Kanye is over, she's open to dating once again and she said she wouldn't even consider a non-celebrity. Wow. Mmm, a non-celebrity, okay. Hmm, this, this could get interesting. Let me think. Relationships do change. And we all have expectations when it comes to our boyfriend-girlfriend relationships or in marriages. And I'm on Kim's side and this is like, yeah, I wouldn't want... Uh, a husband that lives in another state either. I would want you home with me. We have our own assumptions of what could lead to this because as you know, Kanye West has had mental health problems. And I sincerely hope that he gets some help with that and that he finds himself and he's a lot more happier. And I wish the same for Kim too. We can, we can only speculate what went wrong. And when it comes down to being celebrities, it's a full-time job. There's really no breaks whatsoever. And that's why we stay talking about y'all. We do, but they are people. And with the way that Kim is handling this, it's very mature. She's not blasting him on social media. She's not dragging him through the mud. It's very, I, I find it refreshing that she's taking this in stride and that she's able to work with him for the sake of the kids and this is a good and also this is a good this is good advice coming for her like when it comes down to like you want to be on the same page with your significant other like make your intentions known all the time because at the end of the day you have to be with this person and also it's your choice to be with this person I, if you're not happy, walk out. But also make sure that when you're in a relationship that you are loving yourself as well and that you take yourself with you and not leave parts of you behind to keep the other person whole. I think that's where we are. I, I think that's where I'm kind of, that I'm trying to explain from this situation that she, that Kim and Kanye are in right now and I also have to speak from Kanye's as well he has a certain idea about women and he should find himself a woman to meet that expectation 
So we have to see it from at both of their sides. Okay? We have to see it from both their sides. But as long as things are good with the kids and she's happy with herself and he's happy with himself, it's all good. We good. They good over there. All right, y'all. I am going to take myself a quick music break. We're going to get some more Hennessy. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the fine, sexy, juicy, luscious, plus size woman in the world, Lizzo. Yes, I think it's much more than physical You see, you got so many great qualities You make me laugh hella smart and super talented Make me wonder what it's like to be a woman Yeah, I know it's kinda odd coming from your friend Often fantasize about us making love How we would feel just laying there in your arms Are you loyal? Can I trust you with my heart? I'm saying all of this looking in the mirror At myself thinking, will I get the courage To look him in his eyes and tell him what I'm feeling But I can't handle Rejection, so I'll keep on wondering what if we took the time to explore this thing. What if we discovered we were meant to? Oh, and yeah, let me show you what my life can bring. What if you find out I'm your one oh, thing? Oh, I've been wondering and thinking about what you would do if I gave my heart to you. I got enough for my heart to lay it on the line. I'll do anything for you at the drop of a dime Anytime I look at you, I catch you looking back Got me wondering if we riding the same track In other words, are we on the same train of thought? Hanging on your every word anytime we talk Cuban with them other dudes, that ain't right for you Got me thinking, what if I'm the type of you? Hold on, I be loving how you ride for yourself Hold on, you be trying to do this shit by yourself Hold on, got my brain filling up with what is Hold on, like what if I leave them for a kiss? Please don't hold it against me, I ain't a bad guy Not the past last guy, or the past last guy <laughs> What if I told you I want you right now? Don't be shy now, what if you were mine now? What if you took the time to explore this thing? What if we discovered we were meant to? Oh, yeah, let me show you what my life can bring What if you find out I'm your one thing Oh, I've been wondering and thinking about what you would do if I gave my heart I don't let you down What if I told you I need you Did you see me holding you down What if my flaws are too much What if I'm not what you need Baby I got all this love for you So just put your faith in me What if I gave you my heart What if I don't let you down What if I told you I need you Did you see me holding you down what if I'm scared to move on? What if I can't be the one? What if I just put faith in you? I wanna give you all of my love. Take the time to explore this thing. What if we discovered we were meant to? You yeah, let me show you what my love can bring. What if you find out I'm your one? Oh, I've been wondering. Oh, I've been wondering. You've been thinking about. 
Welcome back, Hennessy and Tea Sippers. So, I know you guys have been getting your hot girl summer on. Now, what about my big girls, my juicy Judies, my big, thick, juicy Judies, my plus-size patties, my plump, luscious Pamela's out there? Are you getting your hot girl summer in? Because, uh... Because Lizzo has declared it big girl summer. Oh, wait, no, let me do that again. Big girl summer in a shanty swimmer string bikini. And baby, whoo, shit. She has got the ass, the titties, and the tummy for this anthem, for this freaking movement right here lizzo is unapologetic when it comes to flaunting her curves whether clothed or totally naked the grammy award winning artist seems comfortable in her skin and this summer is apparently going to be no different on tuesday june 15th lizzo shared an instagram video of herself rocking in a shanty string bikini while taking a note from megan the stallion's hot girl summer playbook but lizzo Lizzo Summer is going to be a full-figured friendly. At the same time, she coined a new phrase for her abdomen area. Instead of abs, she says she has fabs or fat abs. PSA, big girls, wait up. No. Let me try it again. Big girl summer. Break out the bikini, she wrote in the caption. Fabs on deck, ho. Big fat ass oh shit damn look at all of that beautiful chocolate goodness Ooh, lizzo has been a champion for body positivity and self-love since she made her commercial breakthrough in 2019 during an interview with teen vogue last year she attempted to smash the stereotypes surrounding plus size women I've been working out consistently for the last five years, she said at the time. It may come as a surprise to some of y'all that I'm not working out to have your ideal body type. I'm working out to have my ideal body type. When asked what her ideal body type was, she replied it was nobody's business, then added, I am beautiful, I am strong, I do my job, and I stay on my job. But that doesn't mean she isn't constantly fending off critics. Last June, the platinum-selling star shared a TikTok video showing herself exercising and had a clear message for all of her haters. Next time you want to come to somebody and judge them whether they drink kale smoothies or eat McDonald's or work out or not work out, how about you look at your own fucking self and worry about your own goddamn body because health is just is not just determined on what you look like on the outside. Health is also what happens on the inside, she said. And a lot of y'all need to do a fucking cleanse for your insides. Namaste. Have a great day. Woo! Lizzo wrote in the caption, if you're not a fat shamer, keep strolling. Okay, now that all the fat shamers are here. I love her honesty. I do. I motherfucking do. And I am learning from that playbook. Okay? I have hips. I got ass. Okay? 
eight, I'm going to show it off. I have bought two bikinis for big girl summer. All right, one leopard and one freaking pink ass bikini that I intend on showing off every inch. And I hope all the haters will freaking stop and stare like that fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you, you like this? You like this? Yeah, keep on hating, motherfucker, because you will never get this butt like that I do. Okay, make sure you admire my crown too, because I earned every jewel. <laughs> Big girl summer commence. Yes, that is my girl. Okay, and we got some of these motherfuckers in the in the comment section just shaming the girl. Seriously, you coming for the queen? Here's this. Somebody just said this. This poor creature. Her music is trash, but she needs to stop. Or we need a warning. I was just eating breakfast and boom, now I'm sick. Nasty. The powers that be will try to normalize this, but it's sick and it's a mental disorder. Her 15 minutes are up. Thank God. What 15 minutes? She's had a whole year. Nobody canceling nothing. And she wonders why she can't find or keep a man this is why why don't you quit hating on a big girl on a big fabulous queen i think she might need to go back to fatascar stay there for a while uh excuse me and then there's oh my this look at this motherfucker right here i can't support this fat african-american girl get out of here if you are a girl if you are shit you need to humble yourself mm. Note to self, never click on a Lizzo story whilst eating food. Dick, Dick Swellington? Oh, I'm sorry, honey. That's not swelling. That is just your penis's attempt to break off of itself because it, it hates you. Comedy is king. Grab popcorn and enjoy the comments. M-A-O, get her. Comedy is king. <laughs> Too bad she ate the popcorn. She has an ass like a melted tire. One thing I miss about the 90s music era was they got rid of the talentless one-hit wonders. First off, these motherfuckers. Seriously, y'all ain't got nothing better to do than hate on a woman who is loving herself. First off, we can't help that we are big. We were born big, beautiful, and voluptuous. Sorry, you can't get with it. And... Lizzo's my girl, so you come for her, you come for me, because I am a big queen as well, okay? Kiss my fabs. Kiss my fabs. One of these days, I'm going to get on here in that bikini I just told you about. I'm going to get that leopard bikini as soon as it arrives. I'm going to get on here, and I'm going to just not suck in my tummy and just let my fabs just roll on it. Y'all can kiss my ass. All right? I have fabs. Fat abs. Fabs. Fat fabs. Fabs. Fat fat fabs. Fat fat fabs. Fabs. All right? Pull up on me. Pull up on me. Kiss my ass. Kiss. No. Kiss my fabs. I'm going to say that from now on. Kiss my fabs. Thank you, Lizzo. Thank you, queen. Thank you, big, beautiful, chocolate, voluptuous, tasty queen. Mwah, 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 mwah. Kiss my motherfucking ass. Hey. And 
Now it's time to pay another tribute to the great. We are going to be talking about the wonderful Marvin Gaye. Did you guys know there's talks of a biopic? I've always wanted a Marvin Gaye biopic. I always found his story very interesting. And it turned, hmm, there's even talks about Dr. Dre to produce Marvin Gaye biopic with Menace to Society director on board. Ooh, the biopic's name is going to be What's Going On. Ooh, Interscope founder Jimmy Lovine is also producing alongside Andrew Lazar with one half of the Hughes brothers, Alan Hughes, on board as director. As a deal, he's arguably best known for directing classics like West Coast movie Menace Society, starring the likes of Jada Pinkett Smith, Samuel Jackson, MC Eat, and Too Short. With a budget upwards to 80 million, what's going on is set to have the biggest budget ever for the for an African-American music biopic. The Marvin Gaye estate and Motown Records are also on board with the singer's widow, Jane Gay. No, Jan Gay serving as executive producer alongside Suzanne DePasse. An actor hasn't been cast to play Gay yet, but production is set to begin in 2022 with the film set to arrive in 2023 through theaters and HBO Max. This is so personal for me, Hugh said. When I made my first film with my brother, we were fortunate to get what's going on into the trailer for Menace to Society. And it was a game changer in, in elevating the marketing of that film. Every film of mine, but the period film from hell had some Marvin Gaye in it. And I've just always connected to him. He's the artist artist with his ethereal voice that just came out of the heavens. There have been plenty of great artists and then Marvin in his own lane. When you listen in one measure, you feel like you've read a novel. Such a rich inner life in that, in that voice, heavenly but riddled with pain, with agony and ecstasy at the same time. When he gained his independence in the 70s with that album, What's Going On?, then trouble man and let's get it on i want you in his final masterpiece here my dear when it comes to vocal orchestrations and the way he layered his voice he's mozart he's added you've heard all these big name directors that have tried to get 35 years to consolidate these rights this started with dre saying let's do this together and then jimmy came on and andrew lazar and we worked with the estate with motown and some other things that didn't need to be tied down and we got it done What's going on is said to create a musical odyssey and theatrical experience around the world of one of America's greatest singers and musicians with the movie telling stories of past events that shaped Marvin Gaye's last tour. It will also detail his relationship with his father, the women who influenced Gaye's music. Alan Hughes previously wrote and directed the 2017 HBO series The Defiant Ones about the careers of Dr. Dre and Jimmy Levine. He's also working on a five-part FX docuseries called Dear Mama about Tupac and his mother, Afini Shakur. Ooh, dang it. We are definitely in for a treat with what's going on. And we got three years. Let's do Marvin good. Let's make Marvin proud, baby. Ooh. All right, y'all. This is the end of the bottle. And 
want to thank you guys for coming on tonight and supporting my girl Candace on her first episode. Tune in next week for new episodes of the Chronicles of She and Fatabulous Unfiltered. Y'all are going to love her. And ooh, to all my big women out there, rock your fabs. Rock your fabs. This has been Taylor with the Chronicles of She. Peace. So ready, text blowing up. This chick wanna fuck. I text her back, I'm good, cause she run her mouth too much. I ain't never been thirsty for pussy, not my speed. Add to the fact, once they come, they don't wanna leave. I let my mind wander when the stars out. Summer nights, my city bring the cars out. Had to hit my man army just to check up on him. That's what real niggas do, don't need a reason for it. Pulled over, sparked up the clip I had. Thinking about my last kill, damn that bitch was bad. I ain't never been cocky, I just reminisce. My heart beat for nights like this. I'm in the clouds now. By you niggas, I am so zen Add to the fact you can't match my pen Silly rabbit insecure, thought I wanted this chick Could've had his side piece though, that's real shit Could give a fuck about a lame, that's always been the vibe I'ma forever be me, 365 Got a date with destiny, I love the way she tastes All excited, pussy throbbing when I grab her waist She say I'm nasty, leaning on the whip with the blunt lit I work hard to live free, fuck all the dumb shit These niggas say they outside but ducking the smoke A bunch of bozos that ain't got nowhere to go I'm a clock cleaner, you a pop diva, there's a difference If you're scared, go to church, link up with your reverend I blow gray clouds, I'm a perfect storm Unstoppable, this ain't what you want I'm in the clouds now I'ma die anyway I'ma live on But I be gone any day